Good morning. My name is Nina Berger, and this is my husband, Ryan, and we are very excited and humbled, and also I'm a little nervous to uh, be able to speak to you this morning about how the Lord is working in our lives. Um, Ryan and I have the privilege of serving together, and we have um, created a ministry called Agatas. Agatas is a made-up word. It is a combination of the word agape, which means love, and veritas, which means truth. And so uh, the driving force behind Agatas is that we love because we know the truth. And one of the ways that Ryan and I get to show love to our community is by hosting free sports camps to kids in the Warsaw area, Warsaw Winona area. And so currently right now, we are able to host three different camps. We have soccer, we have baseball, and we also have basketball. So Agatas started about seven years ago when we were at Mission Point over at Lakeland Christian Academy, and Kondo was talking about, uh, he was preaching about not wanting to look back. If you're feeling called to do something by God, just do it. Don't look back someday and regret not doing it. So I looked at Nina and I said, all right, we're going we're gonna to do a free soccer camp. So from that point, we, we decided just to put on a free soccer camp for kids in the community. And while we were going through it, I really started thinking about, oh, this was, so there's some pictures behind us. So this was actually our first soccer camp, Lakeland Christian Academy. But as we were going through it, this camp had two goals. It was one, to reach out to kids that might not be able to afford to go to any other camp. And two, to use the passions and abilities that I was given to impact the community and impact people for Christ. So as we were planning this and as we were going through it, I really started thinking about the story of how Jesus fed 5,000. And there was a boy that just showed up. He had bread and he had fish. And God used the little bit that he had to bless the magnitude of people. So as I started thinking about more like, all right, what do I have in my life? And I had played soccer at Warsaw. I played soccer at Grace. And then I play, or I coached at Huntington University. So I had soccer. That's the little bit that I had. So I figured if God used a boy with bread and fish, the little bit that he had, maybe he could use the little bit that I had soccer to bless the magnitude of people. So I gave that to him, and we did our first soccer camp. So we held our first soccer camp at Lakeland Christian Academy, and we actually partnered with Mission Point. This was seven years ago. In our first soccer camp, we were so excited the first day when about 20 kids showed up. Uh, we went home, and we were just very thrilled that anyone would join in this crazy adventure that we really didn't know what we were doing at the time. Um, but by the end of the week, the Lord had almost doubled that, and we had about uh, 30 to 40 kids join our camp with a group of about five volunteers. Fast forward to the next year, uh, God continued to stir in Ryan's heart, and we were able to partner with Warsaw Community Schools and use their high school facility, which opened up our camp to a lot more children. Then in 2014, we were approached at church by actually a high schooler at the time who goes to our church. Um, his name is Alex Miller, and he asked us uh, what we could do to combine his love of baseball and to merge that with Christ. And so he asked us if we wanted to um, work with him and develop our very first 
baseball camp. And if you know the Berger family, uh, we don't do baseball at all. So we were definitely stepping out of our comfort zone. And I actually think our first response was absolutely not. Um, But the Lord definitely stirred in our hearts and changed that. And so um, by the grace of God, we were able to find a place at Lincoln Elementary School where I teach. And uh, we were able to scrounge up enough baseball equipment to host our first soccer camp. And so we just kind of carried on for the first couple years. We did soccer and baseball. And then in 2016, we met Ryan Bricker. And Ryan Bricker is, um, he was a like-minded sports uh, junkie, but he loves basketball and feels very strong about um, basketball. And so we watched what Ryan was doing, and we asked him to partner with us and to start our first uh, basketball camp. And so that was in 2016, and we've just kind of stayed with those three sports since then. Uh, the crazy part about Agatas is when we started this, we really had no idea what we were doing or what was going to happen. We were so happy to just have 30 kids show up. And um, that was our first year. Um, in 2017, total people with camp counselors and volunteers and then kids who were able to come to our camp, Agatas and those three sports were able to impact over 700 kids. And already we've had two camps in um, 2018, and we have already been able to work with over 500 kids. And so we are just so blown away at how the Lord has just taken a simple yes and bless this ministry. So again, you're just going to continue to see the different camps that we have um, going through, scrolling behind us. But um, as our camps continue to grow, it's a blessing, but they, they're filling up so fast when we put the registration on. Um, for example, our soccer camp this year, we had 175 people sign up in an hour and 15 minutes for these camps. Um, so we were challenged at a, a meeting with K, K21 to get back to the original goal of reaching kids that might not have the ability to go to other camps. So we, we started a pop-up camp. So this, uh, about three weeks ago, four weeks ago, we partnered with Leesburg Grace Brethren Church. Condo told me not to mention any other churches, so I apologize for that. But, um, but we partnered with them, and we, we did a pop-up camp at Whispering Pines Mobile Home Park. And it was, it was just such a great experience. So one thing I wanted to share was, uh, this was this was this past, this was two weeks ago, um, our largest camp ever. We had 250 kids go through this camp, 70 high schoolers and middle school counselors, and then multiple, multiple volunteers. But, um, sorry, Bear, you're in there. You're in there. So, so anyways, uh, sorry. But so through the pop-up camp, what we did is we just showed up at Whispering Pines Mobile Home Park. And when we pulled in on the left-hand side, there was just a big field of grass that we were able to do these camps. On the right-hand side, there was a mobile home that was torn down because it was a meth house. Um, about two or three days later, there was another house there that had caught on fire. And they put a huge dumpster there, one that you actually had to climb a ladder to get into. And Thursday and Friday when we showed up, Every time we would pull in, we would see heads of kids pop out of this huge dumpster, and they would just be looking at us, and once they saw us, they would run out. Um, but it was, as, it was really as close to a third world that I've seen here in Warsaw. Uh, but as this camp went on, 
we, it was 5.30 to 7.30 at night, and our original goal was to give a snack to each one of these kids every single day, and then on the final day, maybe feed them dinner. And as I was sharing the first day at the end, I was talking about how Jesus feeds 5,000, just like I was, and I said we could take all of the food in all of our, all of our houses, and it wouldn't have fed everybody that Jesus fed that day. And one of the little kids stopped and he said, well, that's not much. And I just kind of, it stopped me for a second and I realized he was talking about, they don't have, they don't have food. They don't have a lot of food. So even if we did gather everything that they had, it's not making an impact. So my heart was completely breaking at that moment, hearing these kids talk about not having any food. At the same time, Somebody was texting Nina from our church, Rachel Omen, and she was telling Nina, without knowing anything, that she wanted to provide dinner for all of the kids on Tuesday night. So while God was breaking my heart, he was stirring in hers that she wanted to feed all these kids. So on Tuesday night, she came out, and she brought peanut butter sandwiches, she brought fruit, chips, everything for these kids. Because she did that on Tuesday night, somebody saw that and brought dinner for those kids on Wednesday night. And since they saw again Rachel on Tuesday, somebody else came out and did it on Thursday night. So these kids were fed um, at least three days that week, and you just don't know if that's, the, if that's the case every time. The other thing is these kids were um, asking for bags that they could take food home to their families, to their siblings. So they were just filling up any extras that we had to take home. And one of, one, I don't know if it's a favorite memory, that might not be the right word, but there was a little girl named Raina that came to me afterwards and said, because um, I took that sandwich home, my brother's stomach doesn't hurt anymore. And again, that just broke my heart. But because Nina and I said yes to doing something seven years ago, that we were stirred and called to do. Rachel Omen had the opportunity to say yes to something that she was stirred to do just a couple weeks ago. And because of that, um, we were able to feed kids and stop their stomach hurting for at least one night. So again, it comes back to the first thing that Kondo was talking about seven years ago. If you're feeling called to do something, whatever it is, um, listen and, and just do it. So one thing that I have just been blown away by is uh, the way that the Lord has shown up in these camps. My husband is a big idea guy. He is a dreamer, and he's the one who started us on this wild adventure. Um, and as every good dreamer knows, you have to have someone who will come alongside of you and remind you of all the steps that need to happen in order for these dreams to happen. And so that's kind of where... Um, I get to come in. But what I've realized about myself is that I will often get overwhelmed by details and then stop and not do things. And so what the Lord has reminded me to, of so many times in the last seven years, and I think year seven was the year that he reminded me the most, um, was that if we are following his will, if we are obeying his promptings, if we are being obedient to what he has called us to, he will make sure that all of those details happen and that, and, and he will fulfill that plan. And so um, what I've realized that he has provided us is he 
has given us this amazing body of believers who have bought into this mission of Agatas. In Corinthians, they talk about how God has uniquely designed and created every single person with a different gift and a different talent. And uh, what we have, what I've been able to see firsthand is how the Lord is using his church to see that happen. Uh, We love Mission Point. We have gone to Mission Point for several years, but this is not a Mission Point thing. Agatas is not a Mission Point thing. Um, it's It's a God thing, and we truly, truly believe that. Just a few weeks ago, we were able to work with two pastors from other churches, um, and they wrote curriculum for all of our kids to, and then led them in Bible stories every day. And then Jen Neer worked with those two pastors and, and uh, created small group questions for everybody. Um, and it's not just church people who have jumped ship and helped us. We um, have had moms who just want to come out and serve uh, the community. And so they have um, organized t-shirts for us. They have handed out t-shirts for us. They have made over 300 meals a day for kids at this camp. They have stood out in the rain with us to, um, to send kids home, and they have greeted kids with happy faces. And all of those things are just unique ways that God has designed his church and his body to partner with us. And I have just been so blown away at how he has done this and how he has allowed us to be a part in it, both with very different gifts. I don't have the gift of athleticism. Um, I will find every excuse not to work out, and my kids beat me in sports every day. So um, being athletic, I have nothing, I don't offer anything in that. But the Lord has used my gifts and my love of children to be able to work with this sports ministry, and um, I'm just so humbled that he has given me that opportunity. So like Nina said, just a couple weeks ago, they were making over 300 meals. So our camps, what we try to do is every day we share Christ with these kids, all the kids that come to our camp. The other thing we do is we're trying to do leadership development. So all these kids coming in, middle school and high school age kids that might not get a lot of leadership opportunities, we're putting them in charge of, um, of kids in our camp. So our goal is for a kid to go through first through sixth grade through the organization, And then once they hit seventh grade, they come back and they start serving with the first graders or the kindergartners, so they're getting that leadership development. The other thing we do is we bring people in throughout the community, so uh, they might come and talk about different passions that they have. So they might see us doing a sports ministry, but they might see how somebody else is doing a art studio or doing... Uh, designing wells or doing whatever it is, an adoption fundraiser, so they can know that, hey, just because my passion isn't in sports, maybe it's in this, I can impact people and invest in people's lives doing that. So we really want to show kids that there's a lot of different ways to do that. Uh, The picture behind me is Nina's dad, uh, KT Kashan, is actually our director of India operations, let's say. So he... uh, he saw what we were doing, and he thought it was awesome, and he said, let's, let's impact kids in India using sports. So we actually have Agatas India also. So there's been three or four soccer camps, and KT just started a basketball camp over there also that you might see um, some pictures of up there. But as Agatas continues to, continues to grow, um, as I said, when we first started, we were really thinking about how Jesus fed 5,000. And that's, 
that's still true. But as these camps started this year, in my mind, and I don't know if it was something that Kondo had talked about a while ago, but I really started thinking about the woman at the well. And she was at that well to get water. That's why, that's why she was there. But Jesus, was, Jesus showed up and he provided her with living water. He gave her so much more than she was expecting or that she was wanting. So as I think about Agatas and what it can do, um, yeah, we offer basketball, soccer, baseball, but honestly, we don't, we don't care about the sport. That is just the well. And if these kids are having fun and these middle school and high schoolers are enjoying their time leading others and we can make it a, a time where people are coming and feeling loved and cared about and hearing truth, then we're going to get the kids there. We're going to get the people coming, and that's just the well. And they think they're coming for the athletics, but our goal is that they're leaving with so much more than that. We want to provide them with living water when they come to our organization, and that is the goal of Agatas. And we, we didn't know it was going to be like this when we started it seven years ago, and we have no idea what it's going to look like seven years from now, but again, our goal is when people come to our organization, anything, that they leave with so much more than what they thought they were getting. So I think that's Kondo's cue. <laughs>